Why, hello there, everybody. Uh, this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Primal Goods Company. Primal Goods Company is what I use to find high-end supplement companies that only use quality ingredients and don't cut corners in producing their products. They supply nutritional packs to help you cover all your health and nutrition needs. Their team is awesome. It consists of top-tier health professionals in the fields of nutrition, sports performance, exercise physiology, and what they do is curate and consolidate the highest quality products on the market from trusted suppliers to help you reach your peak. They're freaking awesome, and that's why I use them. Uh, you can try them out as well to take 10% off your next order. Go to primalgoodsco.com and enter the code LIFEREADY at checkout to receive 10% off your order and give them a try today. We're also brought to you by Life Ready Foods. For the longest time, it was challenging for me to find super clean supplements that don't wreck my stomach, don't make me feel terrible, and that weren't filled with a ton of nonsense ingredients. So I finally got fed up. I worked with a team to develop my own supplement line. Uh, we produce high-end supplements that have a fully transparent ingredient list and are meant to help supplement your nutritional needs. So if that sounds like something you'd like to give a try, head to lifereadyfoods.com, enter lifeready at checkout, and receive 10% off your first order. That's lifereadyfoods.com and enter life ready at checkout. My guest on the show today is Drew Amoroso. Drew is awesome. He's the founder of Move Associates. Uh, he started his career as a litigator at a global law firm, uh, serving on hit their hiring committee, and he was responsible for seeing, uh, overseeing summer associates. Uh, and it was there that he noticed that associates don't really get any real formal training on how to live day to day as an attorney, um, how to fit into the law firm. Uh, and it was there that the idea of move associates was born. Uh, so today we cover everything from running your own business to nutrition and the mindset of a champion. Drew is a great guy and it was a pleasure to have him on. So please welcome Drew Amoroso. Now here is a man who will show you how to feel better, Look better, I feel good. You follow your gut, do what you love to do. Yeah, it's the ego thing again. You got to just detach yourself from that. And it's, it's hard too, especially once you're own business right like this is my idea like what like yeah you don't like my idea yeah. <laughs> like, i know this will this will be good for you like this will add a lot of value like don't you see that you know so initially there is that feeling of like oh like this is something this has to do with me it doesn't have to do with exactly what you said which is like they just don't align for whatever reason yeah um it's like your baby right it's your I can't be i can't whatever came up and made that idea, right? And you like own. It's really hard to detach. It's like when you're angry, right? Like it's, it's easy for somebody to say, "Hey, I'm an angry person," but that's not really. You're not though. You're a person that's like experiencing the feeling of anger right now, right? You know, so it's like it's kind of the same thing. It's like, oh, I own this business. It's like, well, right. you're like you're a human being, and you happen to be like running this business right now. Mm -hmm. But when you're like, this is my business, then mm -hmm. it's like, oh, you're like labeling that as. So if you view it from that point and you get rejected, yeah. it cuts deep. Yeah, <laughs> it does cut, it cuts <laughs> real deep. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is difficult to remove yourself from that. And um, I, that's why I try to start every day being like, you know, uh, 
today is just about I am not my business, you know, like so like I don't I try not to get up every day and think and start thinking about what I have to do that day. I try to think about, you know, uh, my girlfriend and my family and, you know, what I need to do to take care of myself that day. Yeah. Um, instead of being, you know, intertwining every single piece of me with my business. You start your day with like a, did you have like a systemized routine or do you, is it like, are you fly by night kind of guy or like how, you know? Yeah. Usually the first 30 minutes, at least 30, 45 minutes I go through, like I meditate for 10 minutes. Okay. I, I read, I have, um, stuff that I just like to read every morning that kind of gets me in the right frame of mind okay. um, and drink water and coffee and all that. And coffee. just, <sighs> yeah, absolutely. Coffee, I'm man. Awesome. <laughs> if you need to take notes. Oh yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. absolutely. Coffee. Man. I'm, I'm actually, I'm starting to realize that um, it was like probably seven years ago when I started to like hit coffee and stimulants and stuff hard. Uh-huh. It was when I first started sales and like I, the, I didn't want to be in the frame of mind of, getting rejected that like didn't feel good Mm -hmm. and so an easy way to change a state of mind was to like drink coffee because it was a stimulant right and it almost like was a distraction it was like watching tv kind of and it's just now like working through like some of that detachment stuff where i'm like oh shit i think i still use coffee not all the time but sometimes to be like I don't want to do this thing at work right now. Right. What's like an easy deflection and distraction? Oh, I'll just drink coffee. Yeah. Because that like changes like a state of mind. Oh, absolutely. Instead of using it to like enhance. Like I, I need to be careful. I mean, it's not like heroin or something, but like yeah. I need to, it's a drug. Totally. I need to be careful to be like, okay, how many cups is this? <laughs> Why am I drinking this? Yeah. yeah. You know, because like, yeah, I mean, it, it's, and it's easy. It's socially acceptable. It's cheap. Right. Everybody does it, but you, I, I got to be careful with that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah, me it's too. Like, it's a, it's an escapism. It can be an escape for, you know, yeah. if you just need a break. Um, I stopped drinking coffee after one o'clock. I just, because it'll, it'll give me that high for an hour, but the crash that I have after that is way worse. It totally negates whatever, okay. you know bump i would have gotten from oh so you fall harder oh, on I the fall, back end fall hard yeah even if i drank water and all that kind of stuff it's still fucking i still fucking crash really bad oh uh, yeah i was just gonna start with tell us about what you do tell us like who are you who sir? are you sir <laughs> and starting then from birth kind of go from there <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh yeah what you guys currently do you know what what your what you provide yeah and kind of your thoughts on on that yeah um, um do you want to start now yeah yeah uh so I started my career as an attorney. Um, I'm from Pennsylvania originally, moved out here in 2007 to okay. go to law school at Davis. Okay. Um, and I started my career at a big firm in San Francisco, which is usually, it's like kind of one of the main goals you have as an, for a lot of attorneys is like start a big firm. Yeah. It's kind of like the, uh, the grand prize. And I did that for about five years enjoyed it. It was great. Like I had a lot of awesome mentors there, um, and learned a lot and it was a good way to, to cut my teeth. But after about four years, I started to feel like a little antsy. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. The it day was not yours kind of. Yeah. The day wasn't mine. And I had some other ideas about things that really got me, you know, out of bed in the morning and excited. Okay. Um, and one of those things was at the time I was doing a lot of, uh, 
uh, working out at San Francisco CrossFit. Yeah. Oh, I'm still a member there. Um, and I noticed that there were a lot of like fitness innovators who were coming through there who were had products and um, were doing awesome stuff in the fitness world, but they didn't have anyone representing them. Okay. So that's when the kind of like the light, I had like the light bulb moment and was like, oh, like I should represent these innovators um, to handle all the legal stuff for them. And yeah, like on that line. Yeah. Help them protect their brand, you know, grow their business, make sure that they were the agreements that they were entering were fair. So uh, I left my firm and started my own firm called move legal and loved it. It was awesome. Represented a lot of great companies, uh, supplement companies, uh, gym owners, you know, fitness models and superstars and stuff like that. Um, and then, and did that for about a year and a half. And then also kind of had that first, second time was like, Oh, I'm not really sure if this is, this is it. Um, and one of the things I've been really interested in over the years was working with, um, attorneys. So like training and mentoring attorneys. And so I don't know how much you know about the attorney world. Um, uh, my mom was a legal secretary my whole life. So okay. like I, I get it. And Jess, my wife works on the legal team of Palantir Technologies. So oh, okay. like I get the personality, like I, yeah. but I don't know like their day to day kind of stuff. I know that all of them work 28 out of 24 hours a day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like specifically on their team, they're traveling a lot. So like we're talking like overnights to Heathrow and back. Right. You know, where they're like, well, I, I was like, when do you sleep? They're like, well, I slept on the plane a little bit. Yeah. And then I had a meeting and then I flew back. Yeah. What? Yeah. You know, I know. That kind of stuff. Like, it's, it's, yeah. it's very much that kind of a culture. Okay. Um, yeah. And, and so coming out of law school, you learn a, a lot about the law, like black letter law and how to apply it. But a lot of the, the practical skills that you need to, you know, make it on a day-to-day basis just aren't really taught that much. It's just not really something that gets covered in, in law school. And then when you reach your first legal job, a lot of employers want to train you, uh, but don't have the resources or the time to do it. So mm-hmm. I noticed okay. this like problem where a lot of, attorneys were entering the profession without any kind of training young attorneys so like this is could be their first law firm type yeah gig after law school yeah okay. new attorneys who are entering the profession for the first time or even attorneys who had been down the road you know three four five six years who just weren't really taught how to spend their day okay. so like what do you, what are you supposed to do when you show up every day yeah you know like how do you how do you structure a productive day how do you set goals for professional development how do you work with other people um and it's very unique to that uh, to the profession there just is not a lot of training that happens okay so i saw a problem and was like i i'm really passionate about helping attorneys to figure out how to set those goals, you know, uh, meet their productivity requirements okay. and develop within their law firm. So I started a company called Move Associates. Okay. And I like the word move. <laughs> yeah, movement's good. Yeah. I don't know, like a soft tangent, I don't, like when you were speaking to a lot of people that went to San Francisco CrossFit with yeah. us and they would like kind of be the more entrepreneurial type like hey i'm gonna do my own thing or i'm gonna do i'm gonna live really loud i don't know if it's necessarily crossfit or just like people that tend to move their bodies a lot it's almost like their brain that follows yeah you know like that like space is a lot of oh yeah i do this and i have this 
protein company and I'm, I'm a really cool, like good athlete. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I don't even know if it's like maybe those people are attracted or once they m- actually move, yeah, then their brain's like, oh, okay, like I'm, I'm going to follow the movement now. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome name. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that that environment fosters a lot of creativity mm-hmm. okay. and forward motion too. Okay. You know, I think that you get in that environment and you see other people who are doing incredible things and they're actually not just talking about them, they're going out and doing them. They're really doing them. Yeah, so this like idea of motion and moving forward, I really like that, and I think it encapsulates what I want to do for the legal profession. Um, so I started this company about nine months ago, yeah. and um, uh, our our main product that we have is a 12-week training course. Okay. So a law firm would hire me to go in and work with their associates for 12 weeks, um, and we cover everything from, you know, uh, uh, professional goal setting to practice management. So again, like, okay, how do you like structure what you do all day? You know, what are you, when you come into the office, like, do you have routines? Do you have habits? Do you even understand, you know, what is expected of you? And so if you're supposed to, you know, meet this productivity goal, how are you going to back that up, you know, into weeks and days and hours so that you can like basically plan it out. Okay. Um, so I, I just love that kind of work and were, helping people, you know, identify what they want and then showing them up, you know, a path to get there. Were you like, uh, so like when you came, were you somebody that was like the quote unquote lost? Like, like, is that part of this stem? Like as when you were at that law firm, didn't have tra- training. Yeah. Were you kind of like your own customer at first? Like, is that where the stem, <laughs> yeah. you know, a little bit? Or did you have a better grasp of like, okay, I, I understand goals and I get, you know. Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I think what I, so for me, I recognize pretty quickly that because I've read a lot of books, like, you know, I, I read, you know, four hour work week. I read sure. all these books on like productivity and this would have been, you know, five years ago. Um And so I started to kind of formulate some of these ideas that were not specific to the legal profession and bring them into my day to day. So I started to do those things and was like, wow, I'm getting a lot of results from this. Like I moved up pretty quickly within um, the firm and was managing teams of associates. And so the things that I was doing were working for me. But at the time, I I didn't even think about, you know, teaching other people how to do it. It just hadn't come to me yet. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so when I was at the firm, that's when a lot of this stuff started to to germinate for me. Um, and I'm the the president of the Barristers Club, which is basically the bar association of San Francisco. So I saw a lot of young attorneys who, in that setting, were coming in and just being like, you know, I feel a little bit lost. I'm not really sure what to do with my career. They were unhappy and I felt like a lot of it was traced back to this training and like expectations, like understanding, you know, what your role is at your at your job. Gotcha. And having people, the the leaders of your firm help you set a path for development. Um, I just didn't see a lot of that happening. Um, so that was kind of the genesis of it. Okay, It wasn't necessarily like the law, like they loved the law part. It was what do you do with in your in those 10 hours yeah right from the time or i mean yeah i wanted to say eight but knowing attorneys like it's like (laughs) more than that so it's like here and then where am i how do i so do you guys do like uh 
productivity, almost like how can we structure this day? Yeah. Types of training. Yeah. So, okay. The, okay. so really, I mean, if you think about it, it it's like if you're going to show up every day and, you know, bust your butt, it, you have to be driving towards something. Like sure. if you're going to get up every day, you really need to have the why part okay. figured out. Like, why am I here? What is the point of this? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, why am I getting up every day? Like, what is, what is this driving toward? So that part of it, I think is, is lacking. People are, you know, they have their head down because they're working 10 hours a day. It's very stressful. So they're not really spending any time to think about, you know, where am I going with this? So we start with kind of identifying the why. And then from there we start, we, we move on to the how. Okay. So this is what your goal is. How are we going to get there? So it's productivity training. Okay. It's working with others. So strategies for, you know, working with staff and working with supervisors, client service. We talk a lot about, you know, how to service your clients and um, communicate with them the right way. Because um, we are, it, it's a big one. It's a huge one. Yeah. yeah. It's how different. Everybody has a different language. That, yeah. that some people are visual, audio, and like that. That's a big change. You, like as a young attorney, you might be telling somebody something and you think they hear it. But it's it's not sticking, right? Like hundred <laughs> percent. I mean, and the thing is, no one teaches you how to do no. these things, right? No. You and this is like the whole point is that you come out <laughs> of this three years of professional training, and you've learned the law. Yeah. But no one has said to you, you know, here's how you should be communicating with clients. Here's how here's how you work with with the staff who are a critical part of a law firm. Here's how you work with your supervisors. You know this is the way you put together excellent work product. Cool. Um, so that kind of stuff, which I mean, really, I know that this doesn't happen much in the legal profession, but I feel like it's probably something that, you know, a lot of professions you sort of walk in and they're like, Hey, welcome to the company. <laughs> Here's some work. Watch you a know? quick video. Yeah. Here's your desk. Right. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like that, that whole dynamic, <laughs> I think. Um, and some companies do a great job of, of that. They train really well, but, um, there's still a lot of value I think that companies could add to their workforce yeah. by focusing on training not only in the beginning but also like throughout you know the however long their employee is is with them yeah and I noticed that too with my part of my business is helping people that feel unfit or unmotivated maybe lost with nutrition and kind of guiding them towards what works for them helping them not be lost with nutrition right so even right. on like I'll have an intake form. And one of the questions, it was actually, it's usually the last question. I put it towards the end is like, why now? Yeah. Two simple words, a question mark. And like that question, I can see when people go down the nutrition intake form, I can see when people submit it and when they don't. Mm -hmm. What's interesting is like that question gets the most uh, like guff and or whatever back towards me. Like most people have a problem with that question more than anything. Height, weight, current goals, how you eat, are you paleo, all that kind of stuff. And that question either stops people from submitting the form, which is interesting. That's something that I need to try and figure out. Mm -hmm. Or they're like, I don't know what you mean. Or I don't know. Or, you know, and I was like, oh, all right, we need to like take another layer off the onion yeah. and tackle that before anything. Yeah. Because that, that, if you don't get up and know the why, like the how and all that other stuff is just, I mean, maybe you can do it for a few months, but it's not sustainable. Right. Because you're going to run into roadblocks and your boss is going to yell at you that day. Yeah. And, you know, you're going to have a 12-hour day where you're 
doing legal things that you're like, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, people are, one of the things that has really come into focus for me is that we are, we are complicated. Like people are very complicated with our thoughts, you know, our subconscious, we, the reasons we do or don't do something. Yeah. And so when you dig into that why part, right, it brings up some stuff for you (laughs) inevitably, like for everybody, like when you say, well, why are you doing this? And then they'll give you an answer and you're like, no, but, but why? Like, really, why are you, you know, is this to support your family? Is it to be healthier? Is it to make money? Is it, I mean, what is the, is it, is it for recognition? Like, why are you doing X, Y, or Z? And when you start to dig into that, it brings up a lot of things for people. But the truth is, if you're going to get up every day and, you know, change your health or, you know, uh, try to advance in my case, you know, try to advance within your firm and get better. You have to have a reason that you get out of bed every day because you can easily fall back into those old habits. If you're not focused on like that North star answer, right. The answer to that question. So I think you're totally right. Like that why part is tricky and for some people they're like they don't want to confront it no they don't even want to talk about it it's easier to kind of okay well i'm doing the how right now and it's working good enough i'm a little bit miserable but that's a really scary i don't even want to i don't even want to break the ice off that totally there's so much to unpack yeah whether it's now current childhood thing like it could be a ton of stuff yeah and they're like i don't i'm not which is fine because i would rather they're like, I don't want to unpack the why. That's great. Yeah. We're not going to start yet. Right. Like we're not going to do nutrition coaching or anything like that because, you know, we have to kind of figure that out first. Right. So it's better than if we, you know, tried and started to do that. And mm-hmm. then, and then we did. Yeah. But just like digging into that, digging into that why part can yeah. be really tricky. And, um, I think people, some people want to go there and they're ready to do it, but it can be really heavy. And so, yeah. you know, for me, I don't have any training in being a therapist or dealing with that kind of stuff, but it's interesting how you see a lot of similarities between people who have been practicing law for a while and some of the the issues that they have, like are a lot of the same issues the same you sort of see the same things coming up like stuff that gets in people's way okay reasons why they're doing something or not doing something there's like life issues not necessarily like on the job issues like these are life issues anxious anxious or like whatever it may be in their life that's coming into their work yeah actually yeah And, and both too i mean part of it is you know a certain personality type so with attorneys i don't know if you're uh if you're wires or, Oh yeah. Jess, yeah, Jess, they're all type A. Yeah. Super, everyone is yeah. so, yeah. Yeah. it's a type A like it's perfectionist like triangle and a square versus on the other one versus like a circle and a squiggly line. Yeah. Triangles and squares. Yes. Like they're, they're, you know, it's like a plus B equals C. This is the way it's done. Yeah. yeah. And, and part of that is because, you know, in the legal profession, you are trained to spot risk and you're, you have a very analytical brain. So you see, things in a certain way all the time Mm -hmm. like instead of seeing the opportunity you know a lot of times we see the risk that's associated with it It just a lot of it's just because you're wired that way. that's how you're wired yeah you're trained that way in law school and every day you're telling your clients like do this don't do this here's the rule you know if you do this you'll go outside the box so um there's a certain that personality type comes with certain uh thought processes makes sense yeah um 
And so I think people kind of, you know, will shy away from opportunities or they will, um, uh, they'll justify certain thought processes because of that sort of type A, very perfectionist mentality. Yeah. So probably almost hard for them to realize, like, you know, when they go to use your services or something like that and you start talking about, okay, well, we need, like, I'll tell you the how. We'll get there. Right. But we kind of need to take a step back and do some life work. Right. You know, not on a, maybe a therapy standpoint, but a, a general life work to kind of get where your head's at. Um, is that hard for a lot of them even to be like, I don't understand why we're doing this. Let's get to the how. Yeah. Right. Like, I'm sure it's got to be challenging. <laughs> yeah. And you can't, you can't, uh, at least for me, like I can't lead with, you know, well, we're going to really dig into a lot of the emotions that you're having. Right. Like that's not, that's a non-starter yeah. for everybody. Um, And it's not, that's not like the primary part of this, of the business and the course I teach, but inevitably we have to talk about your motivations because, you know, you're not going to follow through with the things that we talk about unless you're clear on why you're doing them in the first place. Sure. So we don't need to talk about, you know, this isn't like a lay down on the couch and like, tell me about yeah, your childhood right. kind of thing. About it. <laughs> yeah. I'm feeling this way. You right. Know, yeah. Right. Like, how does that make you feel? And like, you know, what, yeah. what kind of stuff do you, do you feel and think when this happens? Right. Or what do you actually want? Like, do you want to make more money or do you want more time do you want to be an attorney? Well, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no, we don't go there. Yeah. That would not be good for That's her. Not good for your not, current not business. Not good for my business. No. If everybody is like, actually, I, I want to go open up a pastry shop somewhere like that's not good. Um, so we, we focus on like, you know, where do you see yourself going within the firm? Like, what do you want to achieve? Very cool. And yeah. making sure that that's aligned with, um, you know, what the firm's expectations are of them and helping those two concepts to, to meet basically. Okay. So are you, are you, re, are you guys reaching out to individual attorneys or is it more kind of a firm base? Like, Hey, we're, we're going to help not only your attorneys coming on, but you as well with a more productive staff, you know, almost yeah. like a, or, or both. It, it's actually, both? it's actually both. Okay. Um, I get most of my clients come through the firm side. So a firm will hire me to work with their associate. And I inevitably end up working a lot with the firm too, to help them identify what their expectations are and to say, okay, you know, what do you want this associate to do? Like, do you want them to go do business development? Do you want them to meet a certain billable hour goal? Do you want them to help like build up the systems and procedures of the firm? You know, like, what do you want from them? So part of it is helping the law firm to clarify what their expectations are. Okay. And then working with the associate to, to make sure that those match. Um, But there are associates who have joined the program just because they want to get better themselves. Um, So it doesn't have to come through a firm. I've gotten both actually. Nice. Makes sense. Yeah. 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 I mean, it, sometimes a firms are firms are interested in it. Other times, you know, the associate is like, I just really want to I just want to learn. Do you look at goals differently now than let's say you did five years ago or almost like a do you do your timelines change on what, you know, maybe used to be like, OK, next week this needs to get done versus like, well, let's look at like five years and then work backwards. I'm pretty sure I did not have goals five years ago (laughs) I I, and this is part of the like this is part of my story is like I just had my head down and was like 
dum de dum. I'm going along doing, you know, oh, someone says like you should meet this many billable hours. Okay, great. Well, that's what I'm going to do. Like, I'm just going to go to my office and I'm going to crank out work and go home and have a good personal life. But I never stop to think like, what am I doing? Like, what direction am I going sure. in? What is this for? So it wasn't until really I started my own business that I got really clear on goals, my own expectations, writing them down, reviewing them regularly. Yeah, that's big. Right? Uh, how do you write? Do you write on pen and paper or always? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and the the science on this is pretty clear, right? Like, yeah. you know, you write when you write stuff down, it like marries the the left side of your brain, and the right side of your brain. Okay. And like electricity goes through your body when you actually are, you know, writing something down. Yeah. Um, as opposed to just thinking it or, you know, typing it out. It's a totally different experience. And, and that rings true for me too. Like I write everything down. Makes sense. Pen on paper. Pen yeah. on paper. Like if you look behind you, there is <laughs> yeah, every exactly. single pen on paper and marker on paper that you can you know, think of. I love this board. This board is awesome, though. I mean, so, like having a, a full wall full of... And uh, the whiteboard thing was pretty cool. Dr. Jimmy Bagley is a professor at San Francisco State. Yeah. And whenever we go, we have a, a podcast we do with him, too. It's called Past Class. It's um, just helps people understand, like exercise science but at like a level where we use words where everybody mm-hmm. can understand what it is mm-hmm. and they have a giant whiteboard there and that's like our brainstorming session yeah and putting a giant whiteboard in like a room is probably not the most practical so i went online and there's whiteboard sticky paper yeah that you can put on your wall which is what that is and you can erase and as erase a whiteboard it. yeah and you don't have to have a frame and drill so yeah that's what that is. i love that i love <laughs> it's that not bad when I was, um, so I, when I decided I wanted to wind up my firm and start this new company, which was about a year ago. How was that decision too, by the way? Was that something you struggled with or was it like, yep, this is what I'm doing. I get it. So I had I this rumbling inside me for like six weeks where I woke up every morning and was like, I, I love my clients and I want to help them. But this, I feel like this is, there's something not right about you know, what I'm doing every day. And it had nothing to do with them. It was just inside me. I could, I could feel it. Yeah. Something from the body that came out and then your my, your brain was trying to justify like what this, what trying to label it as a hundred percent. What is this? A hundred percent. And so I remember very clearly it was like a January morning and I, I was laying around with my, my girlfriend, we were watching TV and I looked at her and I was like, I don't want to be an attorney anymore. <laughs> and she was like, Okay, like let's talk about what you want to do. And oh, so, open to oh, that's oh yeah. Awesome, she was phenomenal man. about it. I um, it, it was um so easy for me to basically decide that I wanted to change. Okay, but then when I decided I wanted to change, it was like, well, now what am I going to do? So to your point about the whiteboard, I uh, my mom taught second grade for thirty years, so we have a lot of big sheets of paper lying around okay, nice. <laughs> so like those rolls the, so, we those went away and they're yeah, like the best things they're ever. so awesome <laughs> so i took this roll of paper and cleared out like my couch and a bunch of pictures on the wall and put up this huge sheet of paper cool. and went through and was like um you know what am i good at where do i have credibility what do i want you know what do i want my my day-to-day to look like um who do i want to help and it was just this big like up on the wall, like all these just scribble and whatever ideas. Yeah. And so I kind of left it up there and just looked at it for a while. Okay. And then like, sort of like 
unfiltered, yeah. just subconscious, you know, just kind of like, like nonsense almost that you would look that just came out. Yeah. Cool. Just kind of came out and I had some categories, but it wasn't really, there was no rhyme or reason to it. Yeah. And then I kind of started to chisel it down and realized I really like working with attorneys. I want to create more. I wasn't really creating on a, on a day to day basis, you know, just be- you're doing other, other people's work. In your own way, but it right. wasn't initially from you. Yeah, it was very technical, you know, like reading contracts, negotiating, stuff like that, which I enjoyed. But I wanted to be creative. I wanted I wanted to have a, my own business. I knew that. But it was just like, the, I think the act of actually writing it down up on the wall so okay. I could look at it and then process it, it like almost cleared space and allowed new thoughts to, to come to me. Okay. It's like a defragmented you remember on like old pcs when you would run yeah. a defrag program yes. it like kind of took all of that out so you could like look at it in a defrag like area that is that's actually a perfect explanation it was just all like pieced there were pieces in there um and so i i knew pretty quickly that i wanted to make a change but that process helped me like figure out what it is i want to do last year was it was a pretty tough year because I, I was an attorney for, I mean, that was my identity f- really for like six or seven years. Yeah. And so to make that change was, uh, <clears throat> it just brought up a lot of, a lot of thoughts about, you know, what I'm good at, who I want to be, you know, what kind of value I want to contribute. And so that was like a, a transformative year in a lot of ways. It makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Especially over here in the West, like we're pretty conditioned like, what's the first question you usually ask? Where are you from? And then what do you do? What do you do? Or what do you do? And then where are you from? Right. And it's always answered with, I am an attorney. Right. Versus like, oh, like, I'm a human being. Like, I enjoy surfing and hanging out with friends. And like, by the way, the work that I do is being an attorney. Right. Um, we just had a dinner with uh, somebody who grew up in France. Mm-hmm. And like, he was like, it's a very weird, I'm not even gonna try in his accent because it's too challenging, but he's like, it's a, it's a interesting question that I had to get used to because over there that's not asked. Right. It's just not part of, it doesn't really matter because that doesn't define you. Right. So like the, what would you do question? It, it's not really a thing. Yeah. It's something he had to get used to. It's interesting. So yeah. We're like, this is me. I am an attorney. And like, that's. I give it up. That's challenging to get through. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it's challenging because you, like you said, you, you know, that's what you associate with. And that's, you know, when people ask you, what do you do that, you know, there's a, there's an an ego associated with that. Sure. And so for about nine months, people would say, what do you do? And I'd be like, well, um, I did this for a while, but I have this idea and people are like, okay. (laughs) Uh, So that took a little adjustment for me, but uh, you know, that that was what we were talking about before where you, you get used to, if you can detach the ego part from it and just get comfortable with yourself Mm -hmm. and not need this like external validation for your idea, because especially with attorneys, like, I tell people, attorneys, what I, what I do or what I wanted to do, and they would be like, they, they're like, you don't like, want to just not fit. That does, yeah, it does not compute. Like, you want to do what? Like, you're leaving. You're, what are you gonna do for money? Like, how are you gonna survive? 
are you okay? Like, I'm worried about you. You're breaking down. Yeah, yeah. You're losing it, man. I had one friend, I'll never forget, like, we were driving up uh, to to UC Davis to go talk at our, um, that's where we went to law school, and, and we were in the car, and he was, like, legitimately concerned about me. He, when I was telling him what my idea was, and I didn't really have it fully formulated yet, he's like, I can't even really talk about this. He's like, it makes me... Oh, like really nervous for you. Like he, yeah, he felt inside. He felt all, all like, uh, wrangled up about it. Like, like twisted because he couldn't really process for him. Like the level of uncomfortability that it even made him feel. Yeah. Just hearing me be like, I think this is what I'm going to do. And I'm, I'm going after it. <laughs> he like was all in knots himself. <laughs> oh my God. And so that was a really interesting thing. And so, you know, again, it's like that, that sort of like mindset that you have, I had to kind of unwind a lot of that just to get to the point that I'm at, because that was how I was trained, but you can't, you can't operate with that kind of mindset on a daily basis. No. Yeah. And it's got, I struggle with that all the time when I'm making decisions on the current business, Mm because a lot of it is a challenging Okay, get up, have some coffee, meditate, maybe kind of journal all of the nonsense that is circling, you know, kind of circling my brain and then take a step back, you know, and kind of like, okay, this is what I want to do, but it's not for me. I'm servicing other people. Right. So kind of changing that from like, what picture should I put to how can I best help like these people that I'm, I'm helping right now and kind of come from that place. Right. Right. What would help them the best today? Not necessarily like what would make my ego feel better today, right? You know, yeah, that's a that's a awesome point. And if I can wake up every day and think, you know, how can I help the people that I work with the best? Like, what's the best way for me to approach this? If my goal is to provide value to them, a lot of times that helps me make the decision of how I want to do it. So, to your point about, you know, what picture do I? pick or like yeah do i do i underline this instead of like it's like no they don't care nobody nobody cares, nobody cares about that nobody yeah. cares. it doesn't matter just do it and move on to the next thing and concentrate on on the value part these little details don't generally don't matter that much yeah um but it's just hard to get out of that you know laser focused on these little details um but that's a good that's a really good reminder to just wake up every day and be like, how can I, what am I going to do to help these, my, you know, my clients the most? That's yeah. really the the way to focus in on it. How can I best help them? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think I, I struggle sometimes with it, it being like black or white, good or bad type right. thing. And it's like, it's not, it's not good or bad from your, your position. Right. It's, you know, bad to a spectrum of good from what they need from you. And that's different. Everybody's different. Yeah. So I'm sure you have, I was going to ask about like your clientele might be like somebody who's just getting started all the way up to like the seasoned person that maybe had never looked at, Oh, why am I doing this the way I am? You know, yeah. like it's gotta be different. Yeah. So I have, um, Oh yeah. And what time? Uh, 337. Cool. Okay, we're getting close. Um, probably ask you a few more questions. Then. Yeah, yeah, man. No, this is awesome. Um, <clears throat> I, uh, so I have the, I've had a couple of people who've been practicing for 25 plus years Dang. who've gone through my program and they have unique, you know, the, the things that they 
are looking to achieve are different from someone who's only a couple of years into their practice, right? Like they've been, their habits are seriously ingrained oh, yeah. in them after, you know, <laughs> yeah, after doing something for 25 years. Yeah. And so a lot of times with them, it's just helping them to unwind mm. some of the things that have, that get in their way every day, con- okay. you know, consistently. Um, and for them, it's, it's a lot of mindset. We, we do a lot of mindset stuff in, in the class. Um, and for them, a lot of times it's just a mindset block. Like, you know, I like this, this saying like small hinges swing big doors. I like that. But, yeah. That's nice. It's one of my favorite, it's one of my favorite concepts. And really what I found is that you kind of unlock like this little change and it opens up this like spectrum of opportunity that, they had never even thought about before, right? Because yeah. you, you get in like a very one track mind and we all do sure. in a lot of ways. Um, but for some of these people who have been doing this for a while, like you just like give them just a little bit of a shift, you know, maybe something that they change like a small routine or something like that. And it unlocks this like huge amount of opportunity. Um, so for those, for those people who've been practicing for a while, that's like, can be a really big help for them. It's a game changer. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Very cool, man. Yeah. Well, is there anything that uh, I haven't asked that you would want me to ask today? No, man. Um, uh, this is awesome. I appreciate the, the opportunity to come and, and chat. And this is, you know, for people who run their own business, mm-hmm. it's good to talk to other people who are in the same position yeah. because you, 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 you lonely, it's, it's lonely and you can spend a lot of time in your own head Mm -hmm. and it's good to surround yourself with other people who are doing the same things and who you you can hear other people's stories and say, I can totally relate to that. And it's a little bit of validation that, you know, what you're going through, (laughs) you're on the right path. You're on the right path. There isn't a, there isn't a tunnel. Right. You know, you're, you're at your own, it's your own path. Yeah. It's your own path. <laughs> right. And you have to have a certain, there's a, a confidence building that comes with that. And you know, it's the roller coaster that everybody goes on. Um, you know, I, I was actually saying to a friend of mine the other day, this is like, he's an entrepreneur and, and I was saying, man, like, I feel like I'm on this roller coaster every single day and he's significantly farther down the line sure. than I am. And he's like, doesn't change. He's like, you're, the highs and the lows is he's like, it doesn't matter if you've been doing it for a year or five years, 10 years, 15 years, like the roller coaster is still there. So I think stuff like this is important so that you can hear what other people are going through. And like, even if there's a couple of little things that help to unlock something for somebody else, it's hugely important. Very cool. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Yeah. Well, where can people find you? Um, so the name of my company is Move Associates. Okay. We're at move-associates.com. Okay. Uh, I'm on Instagram at move.associates. Okay. Uh, and so, yeah, I'd love to to hear from people or um, if they want to DM me and reach out, I'd love to, love to connect. Very cool. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Thank you, dude. Appreciate awesome. it. <laughs> Thank you, everyone, for checking out the podcast. I love you all so much. And thank you to the sponsors of the show, Primal Goods Company. Go to primalgoodsco.com, enter Life Ready at checkout for 10% off your order. Also, thank you to Life Ready Foods. Go to lifereadyfoods.com to check out their Thrive Protein Powder. Enter Life Ready at checkout and save 10% off your order. So go to primalgoodsco.com and lifereadyfoods.com 
enter life ready at checkout. All right, folks, that's it for today. On the next podcast, we have Patrick Osterling. My good friend, Pat's a great guy. And we cover what it takes to invest in real estate and the mindset that goes with that. So check them out on the next show. That's it for today. Love you all.